Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Did you see Daniel Levy? Daniel Levy's, um, it was interviewed at Cambridge because he went to Cambridge and they, what do you call them when they leave? Alumni. Alumni, yeah. What? What's uh, he went back, and they asked him about Spurs. It's not bad. It's just did you he... did you expect them not to? Did you think they no, weren't going to uh, ask him about Spurs? Well, they asked him a lot, but it was heavily edited. You could see the cuts. Oh really? Um, we are no, nothing's nothing's going to change at Tottenham. I see. He seems like a good guy. I don't give. I don't give a shit. I I I don't care whether he's a good I guy. I don't know if he's. I don't know. <laughs> Was Abramovich a good guy? I'll send you a link. Uh, mm, no. Right? No. The answer is no. The answer yeah, is no. Firm no. Categorically. No. Um, no. I, I would have taken 20 years of him. Even though he's done all the things that he's done. Just give me the trophies. That's all that matters now. <laughs> <laughs> really? Nah. Not that far. Uh, you, you definitely take it. If you know you're getting out in 20 years, take all the trophies and then leave. Like, I might be dead in 20 years. Yeah. Well, you know do I mean? you think I think like that sometimes? I think like I'm running out of time here. <laughs> you right? Too much coffee for the fab. What on earth? How long is this going on for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was so worried there. <laughs> <laughs> Hello everybody, welcome back to James and Flav for now. We have to start there because I just thought Flav was having a coffee-induced heart attack. But I think he's okay. I think he's okay. I'm okay. Oh, you're right. What was that? What on earth was that? The suspense. I was just doing a little sort of chest stretch and then I thought it'd be funny if I froze now, given the fact that I just talked about having a heart attack. That was good, actually. <laughs> I actually did think you thought you froze there. Yeah. That'd be a good little prank halfway through the pod. <laughs> just don't say anything. Yeah, just... Just for it. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, welcome back. Woo! Season's hotting up, isn't it, Flav? Wowee. Done my uh, top well, four predictions. That'll be out by now, Flav. Won't spoil it for you. You can go and watch that. See if Spurs made it. See if there'll be a little <laughs> turn in Spurs form. make it? A little Jesus turn in form fucking there. Christ, I hate my football club sometimes. Well, yeah, we're... Um, 
we're hot off the so this is recorded Thursday morning. We're hot off the back of um, Queen's Park Rangers versus Norwich, which I was concerned about. Oh, what was about. the score? It was. You go. Well, you go find out. Go find out. Oh, exciting times. Okay. Okay. Let's find out. So my fear. I can't tell by that response at all. You haven't given me nothing there. Mm. I think. I'm going to say... Go on, yeah, you, I guess. One Everyone, I guess. No one knows. I was saying one or... <laughs> what, what is that? Did you know I just, that? Did, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. It was just the... Just, I don't know. There was something in your voice that told me one or... One or. Really good. Mate, well done. That's a point. That is a point. That's 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 a point. Yeah, we were so, nearly in the relegation up? zone. Nearly in the relegation zone. Uh, by the way, um, stick around. We won't be talking about QBR for too long. Um, we will be talking about all sorts. Um, Flav has popped in a quick fire WhatsApp running order. And I've got some early hand grenades and uh, a Jim Big Laugh award. I've got to be honest, I, I, it's not my best running order. Um, but there is some good stories in there for sure. Um, there's one really, a couple of really long calling it stories. So we'll see where Don't we go here. Let's stay at the start of the podcast. No, this isn't no, my best running order. It's not my best running order, but it could be our best podcast. That's the important thing here. So I'm, yeah. what I'm saying is that's code, Flav. Riff away. Riff away okay. wherever you need to go. Um, yeah. Uh, because actually, so you said on the mailbag this week, and if you want to uh, join us for our mailbags, um, you would have, if, if you were a patron, this week you would have had the delight of hearing Flav um, mix up someone with Jim Smith. I don't know who it was. I can't remember, but it was... It uh, was uh, Jim White. Jim White with Jim Smith. Yeah, we were talking about that. All Uh, that, four pound a month. Exactly. Give us your money. Give us your fucking money. It didn't say that, did it? Anyway, uh, so today is after QPR played, but in that mailbag, we also discussed the fact that next week, next week, Flav, Mm. will be... The morning after, the night before, Arsenal versus Man City, which, right. well, by Friday night could be, you know. Can I say? Can I just say something? Yeah. I, I, I look. I know you don't like it when I say this, but I, I just feel like it needs to be clear here. I'd really like to see Arsenal win the league. I really, really love it. Okay. I can't uh, help but think they're going to not beat Southampton. I just, it's ooh. every bit of my gut is suggesting that they don't They, beat they will absolutely beat Southampton at home. I've just got to It's at home, it. isn't it? Mm. I yeah. mean, that would make my week. Um, having played feeling. Southampton, defensively, no good. But going forward, they can cause problems. Well, actually, sure. I mean, the, the truth is, is actually they haven't caused many po- problems for anyone really in terms of actual goals because they don't have the quality Spurs, apart Spurs, from Spurs. Spurs. Exactly. Free against Spurs. Exactly. Free against, I was there. Yeah. I watched it happen in my own fucking eyes. Apart from Spurs. That was, yeah. Moments of, do you know what I'm going to do on the ripple effect? I'm going to do uh, sort of moments that define the season. And I, I think that game might sneak in there. What, I mean, it got... what an explosion it was! What a, not an early hand grenade of sorts, you could say. Yeah, it, it, uh, yeah. But I, just... I mean, I've been I've been offered tickets since then. Have you? And I'm just like, no. Like they said, someone gave me. Do you want to uh, watch Spurs play Liverpool Anfield? And I was like, no. <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> think of any driving up to Liverpool, then watching Spurs on a whatever it is Wednesday night, play Liverpool. 
and then drive all the way back home. So what this would be is be getting the car. <laughs> you know that's what that's what hundreds of thousands of football fans do every week. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, but not when not not necessarily. Go, look, this for me, this is what it would be: getting into a car, right, driving, going to watch a football match completely sober, which shouldn't be done by anybody. Then sitting in the way end, full of Spurs fans that are furious at the club, watching us get tanked four nil, mate. Then driving all the way home, like, and, and not only that, paying two hundred and fifty quid for the privilege. What's what mate, so yesterday, yesterday there was a lot of fans missing at Loftus Road, and I do. You know, I sort of thought, fair enough. <laughs> she wasn't like, disappointed with it. Well, I, but I was. So I went with my it's mate. It's supposed to be a pastime. It's supposed to be I, entertaining. It's supposed mate, to be like relief. Yeah, but that's what's so crazy. I was like, I was there at the game, and I turned to sort of the group that's sort of with me, and I was like, "What are we doing here? <laughs> Why am I? I don't." I, I like we don't know why we're going. Like, I went with a mate who's not, and I've been with him for a while. And he was, I, he sort of came round mine, and then I drove. And I was like, "What are we? We're driving to a place we don't want to be. <laughs> this is so weird." But then we bloody scored a goal. And mate, honestly, I've never had this feeling before. It was crazy, right? No one celebrated because we were in shock. <laughs> like we were in straight really? up shock. I don't think I've really felt shock like that. Well, we were just like, well, we, scored, so we, you scored. we took the lead on the like 12th minute and we've like yeah. spent the last five, six games conceding goals in the first 10 minutes. And we honestly, all of us, instead of going, yeah, we were like, yeah, shit. Uh, uh, it was mad. This, um, this, this, yeah. this is the thing is, is when, especially if you're driving, right? And you're going, you're just essentially going to watch a game of football. If things are bad, it's, it's character building in the most extreme. You're, you're being resilient. You know what you expect by going to Loftus Road. You know what's likely to happen. Norwich yeah. are a decent team this year, right? They're okay. Yeah. So you know that you know you're walking into something that's inevitably going to end in disappointment. Yeah. But you do it anyway because that's what you do. It's your QPR. Uh, yeah, your it's Tottenham. Not... Your... Yeah. Well, you don't. <laughs> you don't. Fuck, I'm not an idiot. Yeah. Nah, smart guy. No, that's that. I no no no. I look. I've been. But Liverpool on a Wednesday night going up there to just, I, it's not for me. It's not. I, when I was a kid, I'd happily have done it. I'd have done backflips. But now I'm like, I'm not going to get much sleep. I've got to take the kids to school at seven in the morning, get up at seven. Yeah. Nah, I said no. Um, no is the answer there. Yeah. So we are now. So bizarrely, do you know what I thought that we were 1 0 up, right? We were one nil up in the game, and I kept. I then looked at that was at twelve minutes, I think, and I then I remembered. I I looked. I looked at the clock at twelve, fifteen, seventeen, twenty, twenty-two. <laughs> and I was like, this is fucking horrible. Um, and then I started thinking about because because Ainsworth's been chatting a little bit too much. Sort of at the point where I appreciate the positivity, Gareth, but just give now, me some points. Just win the games now. Enough. If what we'd have said at Bull Street, if you're saying too much, less. Yeah. Or shut, shut, shut your shut fucking you, mouth. Yeah. Shut your fucking mouth. Gareth, Gareth, just a quick one. Could you shut your fucking mouth and stop being so positive? Because I just need points now. My dad, because my dad, um, I saw my dad yesterday before the game. He can't go to the game. He's had a hip replacement. Free, free hips for new hips for for Gary. Hip, hip, hip replacement. Hip. Hip hip, oh. replacement. Hip hip. Um, 
yeah and he was like oh did you did you watch um ainsworth's pre-match interview i was like no i didn't click on that because i don't want to hear it i just want the points and then when we went one nil up what <coughs> i started to have this weird worry about was what's he going to say because he goes too far like we got a draw against west Brom, and he goes this is the turning point this is it here we go we're good as gold now us don't worry about us because we're off and running after a draw and and then i looked i looked this morning and he went hit the title of it goes the boys will get enough points to survive Shut up, <laughs> what is it you are you are you do you think he's he's he's, he's tempting the footballing gods is that what your problem is what do you want him to be? Do you want him to you want him to be more realistic? I love him. I love him so much. Right? He he comes around the end of the game and he's like, got this lovely. We got a draw, and he's but it's, the performance was much better. It was much yep. better, and I actually have a bit of hope now, which I didn't have. We've got three games left. We've got Burnley away, who I know that is probably you know we're not going to get in from that. Stoke away, and then Bristol City at home, and it's tight. <laughs> So I think if we can win four points, which, you know, when you've won two in 28, you would imagine that wouldn't happen. But get to the last game needing to win. I'll take that right now. Jim. Yes. James. Jim will be right. He's going down. He's going down. Yeah. I don't want it, but you are. Yeah. Yes. It's okay, mate. It's okay. (sighs) Just... Jim, what about this? If the league, if the, the what if we league... stay out there, Vlad? What are we? Oh out? mate, yeah. No, you... I, I, did, I, had I had a moment in a second. I had a moment in a second. I was about ten minutes left, and I was like, I was sort of talking to the football gods, going, "Come on, Good, oh, come on, you owe me, you owe me." I keep coming to this. <laughs> Give me something. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, um, James. Like I've, I've been doing it all season. I think Arsenal. I've convinced Arsenal when they'll win the league. Win the league in the back of my head. I'm like, what if? Yeah, I know. It can you know, it's not, and what? it's not subtle, Flav. I think we can all spot that. Um, <laughs> like you've got like like when you've gone. Um, no, it's done. It's done. It's done. They've won it. It's done. It's done. It's, it's done. done. It's done. It's done. It's done. You know. But that's and that's see. This is the problem. I, that's what I'm pro- sort of probably doing, isn't it? Uh, what I need to do is continue to lean into the fact that we're going down. I get it now. The negative Nellies out there. I get it because. You're what you're really doing is just reverse psychology, all of it, isn't it? Yeah, and 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 it's just if you continue to force the narrative, what I'm essentially doing, I'll continue to force the narrative and the idea that Arsenal are going to win the league, normalise it, mm. and then if they don't, then double down, capitalise. Right, yeah, and you're safe, aren't you? And then yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not safe. Look, if Arsenal win the league, it will be the worst thing, obviously. I just you can't stand something like that and that's the point of football right but if they don't it's like it's second even a was it worth even trying well that's it It, this is what's so weird now is that it's like oh second like oh second Mm. i'd rather finish 11th and just scream at scream at the at twitter going get my manager out of Get him out of my club. Get him yeah, out. Yeah. Get him out of my club. There's, there's the entitled nonsense. Do you know what? I'm so fed up with Twitter accounts not being able to say absolute 
like ridiculous stuff with their chest and have no accountability for it. Yeah, that's the that's the that's the prerogative of a football fan, though, isn't it? I we think... say whatever we want. Spend more money. Yeah, but I don't have a clue how to balance books. But yeah. just spend more money. Spend it's like all the money, win all the games, just... <laughs> buy all the good players. Yeah, why can't you spend all the money? Buy all the good players, win all the games. Yeah. I don't understand what's so difficult about Judd, that. The only fans that can do that, Man City fans and Newcastle fans, they're the only fans that are allowed to do it. Because they know legitimately they have all the money. They can buy all the players they, and win all the games. Do you know, when, once the takeover happens, it'll be Manchester United, the team that can only truly say that. Think? The City are already in massive amounts of trouble. They could, you know, we don't know what the plight of City could be. They could be kicked out the league, right? Join us God in League willing. One. That'd be fun. Fingers crossed. Um, but well, this is the thing. I don't think they should be allowed to do that because it's unfair on the, all the rest of the competition. That, so because of because of Man City's alleged misdoings, they could be eliminated to League One, and then like, well, f- and we're fucked. Then everyone else in League for League One's like, well, that's us fucked. <laughs> yeah, everyone, why yeah, are we yeah. being punished? <laughs> Fleetwood and Fleetwood going. That's the just got a, got a nice little they, squad together. What are they doing here? Yeah, that's they not fair. You can't. Don't no 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 no. Don't come here. Don't come in here. Keep going. Off you yeah, go. Down to League Two. Down to League Two. Yeah. That's and not then, fair. Yeah, exactly. That is that is What's fair? What's a fair punishment though for these but, things? But don't you think that's that's that that is that is fundamentally someone is paying. Someone is going to be punished for Man City's missed. Misdoing. So if if they if they if they if they get kicked out of the Premier League, not that that will happen, then it is unfair on an entire the twenty three clubs that are in that league. Yeah, I mean you get why great, being solid away day, don't you? I guess, but they've got to go in one league, haven't they? <laughs> God, what do you want to do? Send them. To, I would say conference. To the Romanian league. No, yeah, no conference. I'd say conference, and then because then like. The amount of money that that would bring in for those clubs would it would actually set them up quite nicely. So yeah, conference is where they should go, or disband the club in its entirety and make them start again from the bottom of the pyramid. Do you have a? Um, you've got an early hand grenade, haven't you? I've got a couple as well. Uh, for those who don't remember, early hand grenade, which obviously we're doing what fifteen minutes in now, um, <laughs> is just sort of an early debate just to get the juices flowing. Uh, let me just shut my door, Flav, and you 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 tell the people of of the um, rumours that are going round. Well, there's there's some rumours at the moment going round that Mikel Arteta is going to be targeted by Real Madrid, and I was just wondering because obviously Ancelotti's it seems like it's understood by everybody that Ancelotti's going to be leaving, mm. and they're looking at prospective managers, and Arteta is apparently at the top of their list. Now, my question is here, is should Arteta show Arsenal loyalty rather than take this opportunity to, you know, manage the biggest club in the world? Tough, isn't it? Tough. What would yeah. you do? If, he, if he's given that opportunity, you don't turn down Real Madrid, right? <laughs> what's, what's the... <laughs> <laughs> hey, phenomenal little little lean and nod there. Loved it. <laughs> do that, do you? <laughs> I don't, let, let me... That sounds like a fucking A level drama, like or pantomime. You don't turn down Real Madrid, do you? <laughs> James, James, let me let me ask you a very simple question. Yeah. Are, are Real Madrid the most sex, successful and biggest club in the world? Sexy and successful. Yes. Yeah. All right. 
Would it be a step up for Arteta in his career to manage Real Madrid? Yes. Would it show? I'm just look. There, there may be subtext to all this. I'm just, I'm just asking you very simple questions, right? And you'll give me simple answers. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Freddie Molyneux, who we will hear from later in the podcast. Can you imagine Benzema and Vinicius Junior being told about light bulbs holding hands? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's made me laugh. That is true. I mean, well, who knows? Well, but, what I'll say, so, coming to the he's... loyalty element, if you were, a, say you're, let's make it, uh, who's a good example? Ben White. Right? Yeah. Ben White yep. is at Arsenal mm-hmm. for four years. I know he ha- isn't currently, but he's been there, let's say he's been there four years and Real Madrid want him. Is he being unloyal by wanting to go to Real Madrid? Of course not. It's just showing ambition. Just... <laughs> yeah, well, James, it's, it's simply simply showing ambition. I don't, I don't think Arsenal, any Arsenal fan, would begrudge Arteta going to Real Madrid and taking Saka with him. I don't right. think they would. They <laughs> no. would understand this for the betterment. You can't prevent a player from leaving a football club just because you don't want him to go. Well, okay. So should what I would chuck in there is that. Arsenal have been loyal to Arteta. Yes. Now, the fans, and look, can't take it. <laughs> Get ready. Can't take. Arteta owes nothing to the fan base. And why is that, Jim? Because they wanted him gone. A lot of them wanted him gone. Several, there was T-shirts. Several there times. Were, there were T-shirts <laughs> there were made. T-shirts. <laughs> Yeah, this is getting serious, guys. They've, <laughs> they've got, got me, got to make some money out of this. Yeah, they, this is getting serious, guys. We need to do something here. T-shirts, T-shirts oh yeah, yeah. merch, what, merch, yeah, yeah merch. Pat- no, yeah. And, and what price point? Surely cheap and cheap, cheapest as possible to get them, get as many out there. No, no, oh, yeah. twenty-five pounds. <laughs> twenty-five quid? Is that true? I, I fuck knows. I don't know. But yeah, uh, I don't think. Yeah, he doesn't owe the fan base any lo- loyalty. I know. I know. There's people screaming right now. Going, oh, I was. I was behind him. I was behind him. True. And I'm not having a go at you. I'm having a go at the other third of yeah, you. Yeah, you, you should be having like, a go at us out, out, out. for highlight highlighting this. You shouldn't yeah. be on. You even go, James. How dare you say that? I didn't want him to go. Don't talk to us. It's your mm. fan base. Talk to your people. What? Yeah. Don't get precious with me. Don't get precious with me. No, all I'm just saying. It's just a can't shining take. a light. It's just a it's can't, a can't take. take. Yeah. It's just a can't take. Just shining a a simple light. On the situation, and 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 the fact is that there were many fans that said he's not good enough. He doesn't. In fact, even after the second draw on Villa, naturally I went to search hashtag Arteta out <laughs> just to see if there were any Arsenal fans that could possibly want him to leave while they currently sit top of the table. And also, uh, what and I would also James, say, do you know, I'm, behold, I'm James, There was, there was, was James. Really, there was. They were oh, saying, mate. "How can how can you how can you let two games two goals le- slip le- uh, happen? It cannot that ca- we cannot stand for this. Get him out now. He's a rot. Cut the rot out." I saw it. In a, did you see the Did you see the thing I retweeted and just said, "Wow!" <laughs> it was like they're the winning. They haven't got a winning mentality. That's all they've been doing is winning. That's all they've done all season. Absolutely amazing. I'm just going to search on Google Trends. Oh, this is interesting. Arteta out. Hashtag Arteta out. Interesting. Oh, over, over time. Look, we had a real peak in... Uh... Oh, hang oh, on. So you can't see. Oh, you can't see. 
I can't speak. I can't speak. I can't speak. There you go. There you go. Hang on. This might be interest over time. When is this? This is all 2023. Let's, let's, let's. This isn't. I need to. Past day. That's miles off. Right. What? Where should we go? Past 12 months? Five years? Five years. Five years. Let's see how. How long has he been there? Okay. Oh, that's quite a lot. Ooh, that's that's pretty consistent, considering you're top of the bloody league. That's so all of last season, all of the all the, the first season there, because I think they won the FA Cup. When's this? And right. When did he join? It was like must have been 19, 29, 2018, was it? It must have been here, isn't it? So it must have yeah. been twenty nineteen. Okay, so, so we've had consistently the, the, the heaviest of the peaks was yeah. So yeah, that was it after that tough start, wasn't it? Yeah, the three games. Yeah. So, yeah so, um, well, that was the beginning of last season, right? Mm. So since then, when's there's this been thing? almost... When's... What idiot's done this? That was yesterday. That was the other day. I can't. I wish it was easier to click on. Why is it so hard to click on? There we go. February just... Okay, it's none yet. So it's... There you go. They were, they were, they were top, top of the league. 21 of you scumbags going, hashtag Arteta <laughs> out. Who are that isn't That 21 isn't the amount of people... It, it denotes something else, I think. Okay. Well, it, it seems to keep bouncing up and down. Let's let's say that. June. So there's literally, there's been no point where a, where a large bunch of Arsenal fans haven't wanted him out throughout his... Sure. Isn't that interesting? It's a really big spike in June to July of um, the yeah, summer. Yeah, when they were... Is it when they... Who is it they, they brought... They brought the... Uh, oh, is this Google searches? Wow. The point is... The point's been made. <laughs> Rob, shut up. Okay. Yeah, Rob. Why don't you, so what? Do you, no, do you, I don't know what I want to do here. This is Rob in Rob's head. Um, so what I what what I've seen is a, the, an error, and I'm going to point it just for the sake of being right. So yeah. James looks like and more of an idiot. Yeah, don't need that. Don't thank need you, that. Rob. Yeah, thanks for thanks for absolutely nothing there. When I'm trying You've to given nothing by giving that information, Rob. Absolutely nothing. You fucking massive lanky. How tall is he? Too tall. Too, too tall, Robert Turner. Yeah, so, Robert Too Tall Turner. <laughs> so yeah, but to you, to the Arsenal hierarchy, three cheers for them. Mm. I would say <laughs> Jim just looked confused. That's all. Good. Yeah, that helps. I was, start, I was starting to lose my way, and so that's a great. That's been a really good diversion. <laughs> so cheers, Rob. <laughs> the, uh, I mean, what I, what I would finish with is I don't think he well, who, who he should be more loyal to maybe. Is Barcelona? Because that was his well. This club. is it. Real Madrid and Barcelona. Yeah, that he's he's from the academy. Did he play for Barcelona as well? I think he did for a bit. Yeah, he was definitely there. Yeah, I, well, I don't don't know how many games he got. But anyway, yeah. So yeah, you, it is an opportunity. It's a great career step. But he started something now at Arsenal. Well, yeah. I mean, if he wins the league, he's probably more likely to go right because then he's like, oh, I've done that now. Well, it's like Kane, isn't it? You know, he's broke the record. It definitely is off, isn't he? Definitely. Um, I mean, you would you'd look at Spurs and go, well, what, 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 what why should I stay? Like, I can't, because I can't it, stay anymore. It, it, because, well, it's like if he's looking at the club, rudderless. No, no, you know, we've got a, a we've got a director of football who just could be banned throughout the entire world. We've got, we haven't got a manager. Uh, we've got a chairman who kind of feels like. He thinks that we should be grateful for everything he's done. So, if I was Harry Kane, I'd be looking around, going, "I'm not sure what's keeping me here." 
I don't oh, think absolutely. this club is matching it. He must leave. If he stays, he must leave. He must. He must for the good of everyone. He must go. The thing is, is is it is it better? Is it? And this is the question he will probably be asking himself. If he leaves, it no matter what it happens, it does sully his legacy. If he stays, no, it like doesn't. Totti's... It doesn't. It doesn't. Well, hang on. It's not you. You're not in any place to tell me that because as a Spurs fan, oh. I can tell you what what does and doesn't sully his mm. reputation with us. As a QPR fan, you have no idea. In your, I, I, I think you're off here. Yeah. I think you're miles off, and I think you're just so saying it. You're if he saying, decides Sully, to leave for Manchester, Sully. What do you mean by Sully? It, 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 he, it, it, it somewhat um, affects how great his legacy would have been should he have stayed. So, like Totti, for example, would be a legend, and in Totti's own words, this is worth more than any trophy I could have won elsewhere. Definition of now, Sully is to damage the purity. Or integrity of. Yeah, there you go. So fair, that, enough, that, fair enough. Good that's, word. Good word. That's what I'm talking about. So, so, <laughs> so the, uh, so, so that's what I would say. And you're thinking, well, look, he may, he will, I mean, the likelihood if he stays at Spurs is he won't win, it won't win anything. He won't, he won't. If he accepts, he won't, he probably won't win anything there. No, no, he won't but stay. He, 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 oh, right. But if he no stays, way. but he won't. Well, Totti did. Go on. <laughs> he could have gone anywhere in the world. He could have yeah. gone for any team, and he didn't. He stayed because he understood the sanctity of what he was doing. Um, and that maybe Harry Kane says, do you know what? Having that, that legacy, is better than winning something in a team sport or a team that's built to win things, i.e. Man City. Like, if he goes there, he's just a cogging machine. He's just another player. But if he stays at Tottenham, he'll be a one-club man. And maybe that would be enough to keep him. I think the smart move is stay until the day after the Beyonce concert. Watch that, enjoy it, and then <laughs> time to go. Yeah. He can't. He, he can't. He can't stay. I'll be so disappointed if he stays. It's, it's not fair on him. It's not fair on him. James, shut up. He's been considered a loser, and he's not. It's not fair. By who? He's too By good. Imbecile. He's too good to. He's too good to waste to waste any more time. It's look. You it's like Van Persie at Arsenal. He had to leave. Had to go. He had to move on. Nothing. Yeah, enough. but Van Persie, and it's a different situation. It's a different situation because he could go. He could become. He, um, he could be immortalised at Tottenham if he stays. And that, to me, just shows the integrity of the man. If he does stay, if he leaves, he's just like any other footballer. Let me go after. Well, oh, where it is? Where are they? Who's best? Oh, let me go there. Like that's you don't like that attitude. I think he could do a press conference when he's leaving. Go, I've just drafted up this statement. I just, if I can, just have a bit of your time here. Come on. Look, if things <laughs> the end. If yeah. that's the statement, come on, come on. <laughs> uh, look, look. The only thing I would say now is that if he left, you'd understood. As a Spurs fan, you have to go, yeah, because look at the state of it. There's no, there's no leadership, and you're and, and the um, most yeah. important thing in the club, and the most forward-thinking thing at the club is, is, um, is Harry Kane, and he's like, he goes, well, nothing I'm doing is being reflected elsewhere, so why, why should I stay? I can't do this. He anymore. could stay. I can't do this anymore. Exactly. Completely, um, completely valid. But anyway, we did, we've missed, we've moved away from the actual. What I, I wanted to get your, just wanted to get your quick, like, is it should Arteta go to Real Madrid? Yes or no? If okay. the job is offered to him. Well, I've got something that's Arteta-based as well, so can we wrap this within it? Is that okay? Yeah. So I will give you your answer. 
Uh, Chris Cog- Cogdill with an early hand grenade here. Get your early hand grenades in for next week. Makes my life easier, please. And can you put early hand grenade? Because it makes it easier as well. Flav is right here regarding Arsenal and bottling it. The headlines won't be three in a row when City lift the title. So true this, isn't it? Won't be three in a row. That's amazing, isn't it? Three titles on the trot. When they see left the title, it will be what happened, bottle jobs, and a bunch of opinion pieces about whether Arteta is the guy, which makes me wonder, is Arteta the guy? Is is Arteta the guy? I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you. yes, there's nothing... If Arsenal don't win the league this season, you take nothing away from Arteta or their players because they've... They produce some of the best football. I, I would argue that our, the the football that City are playing right now is probably the best we've seen this season. But that's not to say that what Arsenal have done isn't as impressive with less resources. Although they did spend, remember, you can't forget they spent an absolute fuck ton of money and recoup none of it. So I'm, I'm, it's going to be interesting what happens to Arsenal because they have, you know, you're you're, you're allowed to spend 105 million over three years, uh, you know, in terms of speculation. And they've spent like 300 million in a couple of years. So they're going to have to balance the book somehow. Selling players might be an issue, but I guess with Champions League football, that helps. But it isn't, I don't think what you've seen previously from Arsenal, you will, you will continue to see. It was like their ace card and it has paid off 100%. So to answer your question, is Arteta the guy? Yeah, look, they should do everything they they can keep him there. Um, in, in, in and there of... may be. In terms of getting over the line, I was thinking about this the other day. Do you think there's something in the... Uh, like Arteta obviously is the guy. I think he's unbelievable and he's yeah, done he's so well. But between like now and getting getting over the line, do you think he's missing? And he's not. I don't think he's capable of this either. A bit of the sort of Ranieri, dilly-ding, dilly-dong. Do you remember when Leicester... Basically, the, the, the PR move or the comms move from Ranieri when Leicester won the league... I mean, it was starting to get to right now in the like tense period of the season. He was just like, "Come on, like I can't believe, like I can't believe we're here. I can't believe we're doing this. Like, what? I mean, what's the pressure? Let's just enjoy. Like, God, imagine if we win it. I can't believe it. No, we shouldn't be winning it. And like, I feel yeah, like Arteta's such a winner. Yeah, I yeah. think Arteta's such a winner that that will bizarrely." Weigh slightly heavy on that group. Some sometimes it's quite you intense, argue, isn't he? Yeah, I know what you mean, but that that probably. But you don't. It's hard. It's an intangible. It's difficult to say. But that mentality has probably gotten to where they are now. Absolutely. And I'm not sure how much kidology works when you've got what Man City are now. Because no matter what you do, if they continue in this form, they will. There's nothing that can stop them from winning the league. So, mm. it, I guess either way, a manager's got to stick to their principles and, and so be it. But there have been a couple of occasions where you think actually Arsenal, you need to they need to tighten up and shut the game down and become very defensive and pragmatic in attack. And it seems like he he wants to go for the throat constantly. Grabs mm. him by his fucking throat. Yeah. And um Chuck Car- Carragher got away with a bit you know, like Twitter where you chuck stuff out there and then you when you then afterwards in hindsight you give another you put out another tweet and you get away with it. During the commentary, Carragher was talking about when it was two nil against West Ham he's talking about we need to think about they need to think about goal difference here if they can get that next get the next goal then they can really because that's going to be important no, that's, the, that's essentially a point he said he said that and that then after bad, and, bad call. but then afterwards you see a YouTube video and it's got Carragher goes 
Arsenal were cocky. Arsenal got too cocky. Hang on, you got too cocky. You got too cocky. You're, you, you, but you, that we're all guilty of that to some degree. Is like shifting how yeah. based on the result. But yeah, you shouldn't do that within forty-five minutes. Um, yeah. So I, I think obviously, despite spending the money that they have, the squad isn't nearly as big or has the depth of of Man City. And a lot has been asked of those players, those Arsenal players. The amount of minutes they've played this season. There's a World Cup in the middle of it. They just haven't been able to rotate in the same way that City have. And they only have one Jesus. City have Alvarez and Haaland. So the all the advantages. Yeah. So the, it's, it is a case of... Um, they, they do look a little bit leggy, certainly in the second half now. You saw against West Ham and Liverpool especially. I know that there was a lot of talk about how it was a, you know, that was a point gained at Liverpool... I think it's merely because they were playing Liverpool that they think that way. But if you just look at the performance in its on its own, they they became very leggy in that second half. And then you you'd think it might, it might have been a one off, but it happened again at West Ham as well. So you think like there's a lot of minutes in those legs, and you couldn't blame them for falling away. And they shouldn't they shouldn't be criticised for it, but they will be. Yeah. If should they not win the league, they they definitely will be. But that's football, isn't it? Yeah. They need, they've got, I know it sounds obvious, they just have, you need a nice, calming performance against Southampton. It's time and again they've done that. Joy, Gary yeah. Neville's been bang on with this. He got this so spot on. Yeah, so spot on. And it is so true. You get to that last 10 games of the season and it is just different. It just, you're just feeling it and feeling it. And one thing, like I put it in my video at the start of the week, one spin I would say for Arsenal is that the way they play, is can be without thought and i mean that's a positive because they are so sort of fluent in the way the team's set up it's, it does feel like an instinctual everything yeah. they do is 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 no no sorry it's muscle memory they've been yeah. drilled into them and they the best do teams do people. that right yeah i think the learning could be that like next time they get two nil up i don't i think say an, another team so like look qpr we're not playing football and that we're just petrified right whereas arsenal i think if if you said to them right next 10 minutes we just want you to keep the ball i think they could do that quite comfortably yeah so i think their game management their game man my head says their game management will will really kind of go up a notch now but my gut feels maybe i'm getting caught in it all is i just got that i've got a bad feeling about that southampton game for them but time so the I, I, I saw a pattern that's well, certainly a circumstance that was almost identical to last season and that um, they they had a game in hand and they went eight points clear. No, so they won their game in hand and went eight points clear. No, no, sorry, 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 my, my bad. Uh, Man City had a game in hand. They had to play Arsenal and Arsenal went eight points clear. We had the exact same situation with Spurs last year and this is how I know it because it was T- Tottenham were involved. We had a game in hand on them. We had to play them at home and they had a three-point um, and, they, and they had an eight-point lead. So it's essentially meant that if they had to lose one other game, and they did it, and we we, we finished above them. They went to Newcastle, lost. We yeah. beat them at home. We won our game in hand against Burnley. And then we finished in top four. It's the, the, the identical situation with Man City, albeit with more games left. So it's just that the, the, the question mark at Arteta will be, under, under pressure, can these players yeah. still yeah. perform? And that will, and like, once, really once it's me, twice, it's legit, it. isn't it? Once you do it, if you do it twice, it's legit. Well, it's legit, but it's also what you expect from young, really young players. It's like they, they don't have the... Selling a little... 
or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mentality at this stage, because they haven't been through it, and it's not, you shouldn't expect that from them, especially if you've got a whole group of them, that, that you know, it's, not, it's, it's understandable should they not do it, but they won't get that leeway pretty much like i mean they got it from gary neville he was saying you know second is great and roy king was going yeah but not from where they the position they were in second isn't great second's losing but gary neville was saying well, they should be happy with that well no they shouldn't be happy with that because this is their opportunity if they don't do it this year next season's gonna be more difficult you'd imagine yeah so they shouldn't sure. be happy with that but um but i think yeah i get it i think it can be i think this is why we always have this discussion is it both isn't it like when you get to that opportunity, like God, what, like how heartbreaking is that? But I saw a really good stat where it's like in the last five years, uh, the closest Arsenal have got to the top of the league at the end of the season has been twenty-four points. Yeah, well, there you go. So, like in terms of progression, it's huge. The problem is, massive. People think it's like now or never. Maybe, maybe it is because you sort of cycles change. We've seen that with other teams. Um. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. The, they're at the start of this cycle, right? They're Arsenal at the start of the cycle, so they're definitely should they keep Arteta, they're definitely going to be in the top four, and you'd imagine in the title challenge for the next at least the next two next season, and maybe one after that if they if they continue to be able to bring in players. What, um, do, you th- what do you think about this, Flav? I've been thinking about yeah. this a bit. Dremel, last year there was a sort of underlining of the idea that. Klopp was better than Pep for what he'd done. Like when you talk about like season management, and I feel like yes. I've seen this a bit. I've sort of been thinking about this for the whole season because I, I swear there'll be a, some players that disappear for a couple of months around sort of November, November, December, January, and you'll have a couple of players kind of come in, Rico Lewis, for example. And they'll kind of get some minutes and you go, oh, okay, what is this? The new Man City kind of thing. And it won't feel totally great, but it's sort of hanging in there. And yeah. then you then sort of those players start to come back. And
every single season, they just start to absolutely kill it from February onwards. Yeah. And that sort of that alongside the sort of the latest evolution of Man City, you I had it on the ripple effect this week where we were talking. Um, Emil was saying, he's a Newcastle fan, he was saying how Man City will always be up there and then it will be someone else. And I was like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I believe that. I th- I think Pep is... Yeah. My, yeah. Again, maybe it's recency bias then and recency bias now. But recency bias then was that Klopp had just absolutely killed it with the squad and, and the amount of money that he'd spent was so much less. Yeah. Obviously, some big players within that. And we were kind of going, you know, got to give it a Klopp here. But a year yeah. on with how Liverpool struggled this year, this, this somewhat top line and I might be wrong here again like inability to fix it this season yeah and I know they've just won 6-1 and I you know and they could go on a really no no run, no but, but, you, but you don't have to caveat that it's been a bad season for them yeah and Pep's ability to even when they're not totally playing well all the time still kind of reimagine football a little bit like is it one where we feel like Man City will be dominant forever I think, when in fact, I, when Pep goes, they're going to have a real problem. Yes, they are because he's an institution, and then any manager coming in will not be able to recreate what he's. But he, re- re- and he's recreated. a visionary, though. I think like, he's clearly because I remember chatting. I would be chatting with Kai for ages, going, "This doesn't work. Man City's not working here. Where's the, where's the pace in this team? Like, I don't, I can't see how it's working." And then just gently, it sort of locks into gear, yeah. and and they're but like. They look so unstoppable. It's not the first time it's happened. It consistently happens. And that's the thing. It's deliberate. This, but it, they, but they it, it's this deliberate, but it's different, mate. Like The, the way it's... they play is different each time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He just completely changes things. And yeah. then his, his willingness to get rid of players and freshen things up. It's, it's, I mean, it's just it's what Alex Ferguson was so good at. You know? and, and the, but the fact that I, I don't think Man City, Man United, and this is obviously time your memory affects these things. But I don't remember Man United being as imperious so often towards this the, the end of the season where they just go on this st- steamroll, steamrolling effect on the Premier League and just yeah. swat away teams like they, they're not even there. You know how difficult it is to win games in the Premier League? Just one game is difficult enough most of the time. It's so competitive. And at, at the moment, and this is what's so fascinating about this game, Arsenal game, is like, what is going to happen? How will Arsenal cope and will Man City maintain it is it is absolutely fascinating. No, what know, do, what does your one week up, one week before it, what does your gut say about that game? My guts, so so because like my I, inevitably I'm going into every one of these games now quite nervous because I don't want Arsenal to win the league and it'll be bad for me, right? But at this moment, and, and I'm pretty much supporting Man City like I support Spurs, like every goal I go is in, I cheer just because it could prevent misery, right? So even with all that, can't see anything else than the Man City beating Arsenal relatively convincingly. And by that, I mean 3-1, something like that, 4-1. I just think it all depends on Saliba. So Saliba's out of the squad against Southampton. He is crucial. And you you forget that. In these two games, they haven't had him. And he's one of not the best centre-backs this season. Well, yeah, so then, there was a bit if, of a debate with um, online. Joe Tomlinson said that he put him in his, he put Gabrielle in his like team of the season, 
And what, the, the other one? The other player? Yeah. The, the other centre-back? The other centre-back, yeah. And Statman Dave was like, went after him. And, and I, I agree. I was like, Saliba's... Like, Gabriel, Gabriel's been fantastic. And he's, I think he's far more potent in the opposition's box. But Ooh. Saliba, um, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> sex, sexy football chat. Sexy, sexy chat. Sexy. There's nothing better than good old sexual innuendo yeah. when you talk about football. When they come face to face. Right, that's too much, James. <laughs> too much. <laughs> yeah, Saliba. Um, yeah, Saliba. Saliba's better. Yeah, Saliba's <laughs> crucial, and 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 that's the thing is that they've like the, he's emergence, and this is something that Arsenal fans have been calling for. for emergence. <laughs> <laughs> Emergence. Uh, this is something that Arsenal fans have been calling for for for, for years since he kept, they kept loaning him out, and for good reason because he's come back a monster. Yeah, he's learned his trade in a, in a, in a you know outside of the goldfish bowl that is Arsenal and the Premier League, just allowed to just develop in France. It was a master stroke, really. Now he's come back absolutely, you know, like I said, one of the best defenders in the league. Um, so to then not have him now, if he's if they can't get him fit, look, he needs to be a hundred percent fit. Not like, and it's not surprising that he's been left out against Southampton, but he needs to be 100% fit to face Haaland and Alvarez. And, and really, I mean, fuck, like, it's, it doesn't even matter. Like, if they're on their pump, you can't stop them. You would fear so, for holding up against those guys. Yeah. What a head of hair, though. What an advertisement for hair transplants. Uh, yeah. And as I said, if anyone can, I said this on the mailbag this week, is there a centre back partnership where both players have had hair transplants? If there's been another one, let me know. I was I was completely unaware of Gabriel's hair transplant. I didn't know. Oh yeah, there's pictures. Um, like he's in, he's sort of you know he's posting it really? and all that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I wonder if um is there a hair transplant eleven? I think we've got a few. You get Rooney in there. You can Conte take a manager. Conte, Conte manager, yeah. Or he's probably need him as a player. I think there's just something wrong with Rooney's DNA because nothing quite works for him. He's just a bit like his no, hair no. transplant didn't go to plan. Didn't work as well as Rob Holding's. Yeah. He's. It's quite squat. He's been very unfortunate. Uh, yeah. He was given the talent, wasn't he? He was given the talent and not the other day. And this is this is the thing. It's like people like Saliba and Loftus-Cheek, they were given everything. God gave him everything. It's not fair. Like, I get why Rain, Wayne Rooney is so good at football. Like, it's fair. There's a balance, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no balance with Loftus-Cheek or... Who are, Who do you think? Who are your three Luke most... Logic, another case, case in point. Huh? Yeah, well played. Who are the three best-looking players? Here's a can't take for you. Here's a can't take for you. Because I was talking to yeah. um on the way back, I was listening to BBC Five Live. I, I, Neda Manua is Neda Manua is so underrated in terms of his looks. He's gorgeous. What the QPR? He's played for QPR. Look at Neda Manua closely, and if you can find it, find I know a picture who he with is. his. Neda Manua, fuck off. <laughs> is he used he, to play for QPR and Man City? Yeah. Yeah, I know he is. Yeah. Find a picture with him with his top off as well. He's <laughs> He is the Anthony Joshua of football punditry. Uh, all right, I'll do it. How, how, um, why don't you bring it up on the stream so everyone can see? Come on. How, you do a little search. With with pleasure. Oh, yeah. Um, I've got to say, Gazig Niga. Yeah, Spurs. he's good. He's a good-looking chap. Um, I'm not sure many women would turn. There are men, <laughs> many. Oh, oh yeah, what? A... Yeah, mean, there you, you go. Know, you can see from the shoulders there. Yeah, yeah, but there's one next to him. 
Is that? I can't tell. It's very uh, small. Uh, like, oh yeah, there you go. Look at that. Oh, that is a. That is a. Look at those abs. He's a. That is a fine. Yeah. Fine looking torso. Yeah. Look, that, look, look, look how lucky this guy is. <laughs> oh. Get a little kiss from Nedham. Whoa. Yeah, bit of a leader as well, wasn't he? Didn't he, uh, didn't, didn't he try and fight a, a, a Ibrahimovic once or something like that? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Just good-looking guy. Look at that. Look at that. Just great-looking guy. Yeah, but Just he's not in the top teeth. three. Great he's teeth. Not, he's not in top three, though, is he? Uh, what? Pundits? He's miles ahead. He's absolutely Looking. miles ahead. He's in great nick. I know he's fresh out of the game. Are we talking about pundits, then, or are we talking about players? Oh, no, okay, either. I mean, players Terry... as well. What good looking, John Terry? Come on. <laughs> There's this thing. Uh, who's he? He's managing. Who's he helping out with at the moment? Leicester City. Right. Yeah. There's a thing with. Um, he's been introduced to the squad, and there's a picture of him, the bloke pointing. Like I think it might be Shakespeare, pointing, and he's <laughs> and he's going married, 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 <laughs> single, married, married. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like. Babe, babe, just between now and the end of the season, it's all right if you just don't come to the games anymore. Oh no, but this is the running now. This is the I'm really excited. I want to support you. What? Just fucking what stay away. Chat, what chat must John Terry have to bag so many married wives? I think it's not just chat. You know, I told face, you tried. I told you tried it on with well, so, allegedly tried it on with um, a former girlfriend of mine years ago. Really. What do you do about Years it? Ago. I'll tell you on the mailbag. Remind me on the mailbag, I'll tell you. Because it's got to be behind. It's got to be behind the paywall. Because right. it is, um, it's uh, alleged. It's definitely alleged. But anyway, Nedim is really good looking. So, enough of that football chat nonsense. Right. Uh, Joe, I'm not even going to bother with, uh, we'll be doing, you know, we're going through the different teams. What I will say is. Yeah, I'm a bit bored with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Van der Sar won the uh, vote. Jim Big Laugh Award. Got a couple of couple of options here. Sean Levitt. With, oh, you know, we're talking about left backs. And only rubbish players go left back. Yeah. It's just made me laugh. I was, like, I was left back because I had no 360 degree awareness. I'm with you, brother. But if I'm, I'm if lost I only, on a football pitch. Right. But if I only had my right side to worry about, I was dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> so I was also prohibited from going past the halfway line as I didn't have the energy to get back. So I basically played in a corner of the pitch in the whole game. I know my limitations. Right? Yeah, I don't know why I found that funny. Uh, Finn Purton. I can't do this anymore. I went with a Wimbledon fan to watch them play Salford the other day. And after watching his team bottle a 2-1 win with goals in the 95th and 96th minute, a bloke from Wimbledon, the Wimbledon end gave an anguished wail of, what more do you want from us? <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I kind of feel that way. I'm like, I'm here every game. What more do you want from us? Give me something back. Yeah. Poor bloke. Anyway, made me laugh. I'll, I'll quickly through your running order, because uh, I do enjoy this. I think we should do this each week. Your, so your quick running order was... Advantage City, Arteta to Madrid. Should he show loyalty? And uh, will Chelsea ever be good? Good title, that. Will Chelsea ever be good? Do you know what's so annoying about how bad Chelsea are right now? Is that I've got nothing because we're so bad. Well, I mean, are you going? Are you genuinely going after Chelsea fans ever? No, not really. But 
but, but like to myself privately, I can right. sort of I can enjoy it more. Like if we were doing well, like Brentford and Fulham fans would just be buzzing right now. Do you know, what, James? I, I don't know how to I don't know how to articulate this because I don't, well, no, I don't know why I feel like this. Mm. Right, Chelsea genuinely make me feel nothing at all. I don't feel anything about Chelsea at all. Really? Like when when, we, when we're playing Chelsea, I'm never like nervous. Oh my god, Chelsea might beat us. I could. I mean, it, it feels the same as getting beaten by West Ham or or. Aston Villa. Honestly, I don't, I don't know why, because this isn't reflective of most Spurs fans. Most, a lot of Spurs fans hate Chelsea up there with Arsenal. They just make me feel nothing. I don't know why. They never have. Do you, I don't, do I don't... you remember when we did? Do you remember we did that thing on Bull Street where you had to go up against Beppe from East End? <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, what was that called? I can't remember. It might have been it... you. It might have been no. you decide or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, we had this darkened room, and I was like, to get Beppe from East Enders as a Chelsea fan. Yeah, he yeah. To, and he had just so tough for you, isn't it? Just, everyone's got loads of ammunition. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. You, wherever you go, the own the, the, all they can say is, all they will say, and all they need to say is, you haven't won anything, <laughs> though, have you? Yeah. Look, we yeah. all have. We've yeah. done it. Why can't you do it? And uh, there's not much I can say to that. I mean, really, just always waiting. Any kind of debate, they're just everyone's just everyone's literally like waiting. To show you, <laughs> but what we want. Well, so, so I, I prefaced all, all these debates and saying, let's just get this out of the way. I know we haven't won anything. All let's, right. let's, we'll, we'll all accept. Clever. Let's all accept and agree to this point. Spurs have not won anything, right? Get that. Now, can we actually have a conversation that's worth having? I'm going. I'm going up to the overlap on next Friday. Oh yeah, uh, which will be interesting. Yeah, it depends on what happens. Yeah, it depends on what happens in the Man City game. So Tom Jordan, who's in the chat, hi Tom. He shut this out there. Have a little, have a little hand grenade. Can Bournemouth finish above Chelsea? Just throwing it out there. Only six points adrift. I mean, Chelsea could go down. They're not. They're not safe yet. They're not safe. (laughs) No one went. No one goes down on thirty-nine points. Did they? Well, West Ham went down on 42. Did they? Okay. Mm. The problem okay. you've got is... No, <laughs> now I, no, we're talking. Yeah, I'm going to have to calm you down there. I can't... So one of Tottenham... So Nottingham Forest need to get... Nottingham Forest, Everton, all of them need to get past 39 points. So they can do it. I mean, strange things happen. Imagine um, if they went down. Imagine it. Oh, don't. Because they would be absolutely fucked. (laughs) Financial fair play would absolutely run a rod straight up their arse. Yeah. Todd Bowley's... um, I don't know. He's mad. He's mad. Have you seen... One of the things that you didn't read out from that, I saw this the other day on Twitter, and I haven't fact-checked it, so it could have been bollocks. might have been photoshopped. But it's Frank Lampard's last 20 results. (laughs) I think he's 1-1... Drawn two and lost the rest. I mean, that's not stat padding, but like, it's that's. Like, what is he doing there? Everton manager, though. So what? what, So it's okay. So you should get. James, what is he doing there? What is Frank Lampard doing there? And I know they they played well for 60 minutes against Real Madrid, but they've got good players. I'm just trying to find it now. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, it was. It, it's not great. It's not great. 
it, I don't know what he's doing there. And Todd Bowley's to blame. It's not Frank Lampard. Obviously, Frank Lampard's going to go back and try and try and you know, it's, why not? It's a great opportunity for him. But he's lost all. Yeah, like Ollie says, he's lost all these games. He's gone to Real Madrid and they've not scored a single goal. Knocked out. Yeah, they've just, played all right. It's but... incredible how they can't score a goal. Absolutely, it's bizarre. Yeah, and then by that actually, by that you should say, well, actually, this is they're getting in positions where these players should be hitting the back of the net and they're not. So that's not really on Lampard. And this is a problem for Potter as well. But how bad is Mudrick, by the way? Poor lad, his head's gone. Is he's he, he's not he'll, bad. He'll come though, back. I'm sure he'll come back. He'll go to he'll go to Germany and do a Timo Werner. It'll be just fine. But but mate, when he had a, he had a chance, and I was just like, that looked like a twelve year old. His head is sort of brain. Yeah. The the pressure of the like the price tag is up. It's melting him a bit. It's melting there's him a bit. Price, there's also also there's it takes. He's gone from playing in the Ukrainian league to the Premier League. It's different, completely different. It's practically a different sport. Arsenal wanted he, him though. Uh, like he's not. A, he's obviously not yeah, a bad footballer. But but obviously, obviously, he's not a bad. And you saw him what he did in um, uh, he, what he has done in the Champions League already. Mm. It's not that. It's just the expectations there because Chelsea are not doing well, so they expect him to turn up, and it's not. Um, it's probably unfair right now to to what we're seeing right now isn't reflective of how good of a player he potentially could be. Yeah, maybe he isn't nowhere near good enough to be playing at this level, and that's the worry. This is the problem with Todd Bowley's system of signing these players on long contracts: is that you're gambling on the fact that they're going to be worth the length of the contract. You said this, and that's you said this year, ages ago. You, know, you just don't you, know. It's office. such a gamble. Uh, great point here, uh, George Friff. If they get relegated, does he get the job? <laughs> Lampard. He's shown he's a decent <laughs> championship manager. Uh, that's a good shout. Bloody good shout. Maybe, uh, maybe that's what he's doing. Clever. I mean, they, 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 maybe, they... do you know what? Maybe Jody Morris has got something on Lamps and he's gone, you owe me, mate. You bloody owe me. But this is the thing. that Tom, Tom Jordan's just said how bad is Cucurella, by the way. He's not Both bad. He's a very good fucking footballer. Yeah. What is happening there? But yeah, but he is also... Do you know what I thought was interesting is the fact that... So the, the Kukurea, like the screenshot of him pressing the centre-back and and that and everyone going, what are you doing? How, haven't we come a long way as football fans? <laughs> the understanding of the press and that is like, surely his trigger's Carvajal, not, not the centre-back. Uh, now... <laughs> Look, I think he does make a mistake there, but it, look, maybe he's been over-exuberant trying to get back in the game. I don't know. Although, but yeah. But it's amazing that, like, the world understands a press now. That's good. But yeah, he's um he's in a... He's he's awful at the moment. Like, he can be so much better, but it's got, confidence comes down to it in a huge way. But uh, how many... How many games has Lampard got to lose? He's lost four in ten days. How many games I mean, have you got to be... lose to, to get sacked before the season ends? He should be sacked now. He's got to go, has he? Yeah. What's the point? What, what was the point? point? What was the point in employing him? Yeah. See, Todd Bowley went in the dressing room as well. Imagine, imagine that. Games. Imagine oh. that. Imagine that as a, as a player and he, he comes wobbling in and you're thinking, <laughs> what are you going to say? All you do, you do your job, which is pay my wages. Don't start talking to me about fucking football. You don't have a clue what you're fucking talking about. Pay my wages. <laughs> what do you think he did when he came in? He just came in and like it all sort of went quiet. Right, he, just, guys. he just screamed at them. Ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> ah! Fix I mean, this. 
because you just you're not you don't have the, the, the but as if 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 Potter couldn't get through to a man who's learned in the sport, then this uh, super rich American owner isn't going to be able to get through to him. And that's what some of the commentators said. Oh well, that they the Chelsea are playing well, and Todd Bowley did give him that talk. Chelsea have been playing well and not been able to score most of the season. Correct. Correct. Although I don't think they play with that kind of intensity, but that was the whole no, were... tactic behind yeah. Conor Gallagher, et cetera, et cetera. But, but something similar against Liverpool, something very similar against Liverpool, certainly in the first half, really got, got at Liverpool. And then relying on what, 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 how are they going to deal with the fact that Thiago Silva is going to be gone? Like, he's, How long is he going to be able to play on for? He's like 30, how old is he, 42? He's a fine wine though, isn't he? Amazing. He's, he's incredible. But so it's good. like, Koulibaly have spent a lot of money on Koulibaly he's going to be has to be their centre-back for the next couple of years is he good enough at this level now is he ageing quickly paid a lot of money big contracts again another issue what is that Jim well so we'll finish off with because uh, there's been a lot of football chat a lot of football chat this time but oh, it's this that time of the season yeah Freddie's back I, I can't think I'm pretty sure we gave you a one week ban Freddie but he has got another story so um, I've got two. One's quite long, but um, I, it is good. And I'm intrigued. I've got a meeting in nine minutes, so. Okay, here we go. First one, Freddie. For, for, uh, so this is, uh, he's calling it. So we're going to call, we want to read out your stories. They need to be almost unbelievable and we'll decide if they're true or not. Um, and this is now a sponsored bit uh, brought to you by Freddie Molyneux uh, after the last couple of weeks. Uh, right. <laughs> Brought to you by Freddie Molyneux, and here is Freddie Molyneux. Sorry. Yeah. Right. I've got one final calling it story. Going for the hat trick, then bowing out. The tale starts with a friend walking home from school, a half an hour trip, crossing crossing through a local park. This poor guy suffers from IBS, and midway home, he gets the all too familiar grumbling of the stomach. He knows better than to fight against himself. Oh, sorry. Very quick, Samism. We were. I was at a wedding on Friday, Saturday morning. Um. Dom arrives late for breakfast and he sits down and the woman comes over and uh, takes his order quickly. And he goes, oh, I'll get the um, veggie breakfast, full English breakfast. And he went, oh, can I get a, can I get a tea as well? And she, she went, I'm sure we can curl one out for you. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry. I got that wrong. Fuck. I got it wrong. He went, I'm sure I can squeeze one out for you. And we were just went, <laughs> Oh, one. Ooh. Curl would have been worse. Yeah, curl was worse. That was sorry. That was it. I'm sure we can squeeze one out for you. <laughs> I love to, I think, sorry, what I'm really thinking about, and I know I've said this a million times, but I love it. It was in the showbiz of uh, the newspaper and Cheryl Cole had got a new boyfriend, um, some dancer guy, and Will I Am had been trying to get, Will I Am has been with her on loads of press things for ages and you could tell he kind of wanted mm. to. And in the, in the article it said, um, Cheryl Cole's got a new boyfriend and this will be much of the, to the dismay of Will I, Will I, Will I, of Will I Am, who's been trying to curl one in for six months. <laughs> <laughs> curl one in, that's good. So good, isn't it? We've all got yeah. a mate who's like, you're on the night out and there's a group of girls there as well. And he's clearly in the friend zone, but he's just desperate to curl one in somehow. Yeah, Love it. curl one in, top bins. <laughs> top bins. Uh, sorry, anyway, speaking of curl one out. Poor guy's got IBS, all too familiar grumbling and stomach. He knows better than to fight against himself. He's been down that road too many times before. So he heads straight to the park and finds a small bit of woodland to do his business. I'll spare the details, but we can all imagine what comes next. 
performing a naturally bodily function in the most natural of surroundings. As he finishes using a leaf to wipe, a massive Alsatian comes ambling over, starts sniffing around. Shoo, shoo, get out of here, he says, <laughs> as the dog gets closer to the freshly laid stool. <laughs> There's something rustling in the trees, and a woman walks through the clearing. She immediately stops, spots the dump and looks my friend up and down. Oh, I'm sorry about I'm sorry about Russell, she says, and proceeds to get out a dog poo bag and pick up the steaming file. Fucking hell. <laughs> he didn't have the heart or inclination to tell her she was handling human excrement. So he <laughs> let her scoop it up and get on with her day. Is this to. Do you? Do you just leave it? Yeah. No, you, of course you leave it. You don't go, oh, that's mine. <laughs> yeah. You just leave it and move on. Like, as, as disgusting as it is, he did the right thing because he's going to be like, oh my God, it's going to freak her out. Mm. Uh, am I calling it? You calling it? No. Yeah, mm, it seems unbelievable, but I... you I'm calling it a bit. It's I massive. Think it's... it's way too big. I'm not sure. Have you, I mean, have you seen a human poo in the wild? It's mad. A human poo in the wild. Poo's in the it's wild. New bit. <laughs> New worst bit. The worst bit we've ever done. Poo's in the wild. Let us know when you've had to have a dump in the wild. <laughs> anyway. Right. Okay, this is long, but it's good. Right. This is a guy called Jack. Oh, it's his surname. Okay. I have a calling out. Sorry, this is emailed to me, by the way. Just set the scene. The story starts in 2019, not long before COVID, where myself and three fellow slugs embarked on our first football holiday to Germany, where we we were we were to spend five days in Germany, attending Dortmund versus Leipzig uh, and Schalke versus Frankfurt on day four. Something I'm sure you can imagine we're all extremely excited for. At this point, it's worth mentioning my girlfriend was working away at the time. She was a professional dancer on cruise ships. Ooh. You'll yeah, right. note. Yeah. Okay. Just right. say she's okay. working away. Yeah. Don't have to say that. You go out um, with dancers, say what? Yeah. He's a little flex in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. By the way, she's so flexible. Yeah. Is she, yeah. What is she, is she a sort of good nick? Is she, you know, is she a good looker? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, let me say this. Got thick, I've got a really fit girlfriend, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Calling it. Um, you will notice I've used was. Unfortunately, despite never discussing it openly, I'm certain the tale I'm about to tell you is the reason she most likely decides to randomly up sticks and give up her dream career that she'd worked for since she was three years old to achieve. <laughs> so, quite bitter. Is he bitter? Is he? Yeah, yeah, you're, Jack, you're right. Uh, so let me take you back to day two of the holiday, Dortmund versus Leipzig at the Signal Iduna Park. For me, at least, number one on the bucket list of European stadiums. I woke up that morning full of hope and optimism for what the day had in store for me. Oblivious to the fact that in actual fact, the day would turn out to be something from the depths of hell, something that has almost four years later still left a hypothetical scar on me that only Carlos Tevez and Frank Ribery could sympathise with. <laughs> Rosa. Very good. The day st- <laughs> Very good. The day started well. Food, beers and a trip to the club shop to pick up our yellow shirts with pride. Before a quick shower at the hotel, a change into our new shirts and a walk to the Signal Aduna to take in the atmosphere. The game was everything I, was, I had hoped for it would be. A 3-3 slobber knocker, whatever that means, <laughs> including a second half Werner brace and a finish from Julian Brandt that, that defied logic. I could not have asked for more as we reminisced on our walk home about the spec... The spectacle we had just seen. I made sure I lived up to the promise and may, uh, I had made to my girlfriend's brother 
another fellow slug. And once we got back to the hotel, I sent him several photos and videos of the famous yellow wall into the family chat on WhatsApp. Girlfriend's brother, family chat on WhatsApp. Unfortunately for little Jack, this is where the story takes a horrifying turn of events. One that could only be replicated by Leeds United uh, this weekend by taking a 1-0 lead into the break against Palace and just to lose 5-1. Well, the 1-0 into the break for Jack was sending those photos into the family group once back in the hotel. A further reminisce as a group, we split off into our separate rooms and called it a night after a high, high on the adrenaline of our love for the beautiful game. Struggling to sleep and with an excitement I had not experienced for some time coursing through my veins, I pulled out my phone and made a decision that haunts me to this day four years on. I, I bring this back to why I shared the fact my girlfriend was away. I'm sure you, Flav, and my fellow slugs can appreciate. When navigating a long-distance relationship, there are only certain ways in which you can keep things exciting. If you're oh, catching no. your mind. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> If you're catching oh, no. my drift. Yes. For anyone who isn't catching my drift, it involves oh. participating in a slug pastime. And if that doesn't clear things up for you, I had a cheeky nosh off, filmed it, and sent it on to my girlfriend. Not at Fleet Services, by the way. Or so I thought. Sorry, what? He had a nosh. Is that it, his girlfriend? He previously had a cheeky nosh. From, from his, girls, his girlfriend and then he said, that he'd filmed right, okay. it and he sent it to my girlfriend or so I thought with the aim of pleasing her when she woke up in the morning. Keeping... Oh, yeah, yeah. She's going to love that. Do you remember the time you sucked my dick? <laughs> yeah. There's a video of it. Yeah, yeah. You're loving that, aren't you? Yeah, that's make... I'm not sure that makes sense. Cool. Anyway, um, keeping her mind fixated on the philosophical stakes she had at home. Beaming with pride and having released some excess adrenaline from the earlier evening antics, I settled down into bed. However, it was not long before I noticed my phone light oh, up. Oh, God. At first, I ignored, ignored it, assuming it was one of the lads in the group chat who had missed the trip. However, when my phone proceeds to flash at a similar rate that Jordan Ayew, despite being washed in James's view and co-netted at Ellen Road in the second half, I had a feeling something was wrong. Squinting <laughs> into the darkness, I could barely make out the messages. What I could see was that there was one from the family chat I previously mentioned. To add context to the family chat, it consists of myself, my girlfriend, her mum, her stepdad, her brother, and my sister-in-law. <laughs> I, uh, I pulled up the chat, excited to see the jealousy from her brother, brother following the photos I had sent from the game earlier. However, the emotion was not jealousy. In fact, it was probably a hint of confidence that aired in his messages alongside severe shock that his partner and his own mother had opened their phones to an actual slug. <laughs> panic filled my body in the same way the adrenaline had entered my body earlier i tried to remove it but the famous whatsapp blue ticks greeted my eyes i hadn't yeah. seen I, it had been seen the damage had been done i had not and i had i had not sent the video to my girlfriend i sent it to the family chat and in that moment i genuinely thought my life was over a difficult night followed some will say I am lucky that my girlfriend's family saw the funny side of it, but after hours of endless messages, no sleep, having to explain the story again to my not-so-sympathetic friends the morning after, and then having to take the backlash overnight from a girlfriend jealous who wanted the goods all to herself. <laughs> the goods. I was a broken man. I tried to enjoy the remainder of the holiday, but the nil-nil game we watched, uh, blah, 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 blah. 
Knowing I was going to have to go home and face my girlfriend's family only a few days later, I landed. Uh, after I landed, it, it was Christmas Day. Now, spending yeah. Christmas Day at my mother-in-law's for, uh, for most is daunt, uh, daunting enough. But having to do this without my girlfriend, with all her family there, with only three days prior, had been scarred from my actions was becoming an unbearable thought. When Christmas Day finally came around, the long walk to the front door and the pathetic knock that preceded was rather symbolic of what had been seen only a few days earlier. I was greeted at the front door by her mum, a smile more forced than the angles I had attempted days earlier. <laughs> In that moment, I knew I had to accept my fate. However, to my su surprise, the day was successful. We had a laugh and enjoyed a great day without any mention of the group chat. Had I got away with it? Was everything going... Was everyone going to just let it go? Was I in for an easy ride? Unfortunately, the answer was no. After an unscathed day, we decided to do presents. I was confused throughout the day when we had not done any presents. But in my naive mind, I was just assumed... I just assumed that this was how my girlfriend and her family structured their Christmas day. And who was I, of all people, to judge? I was in no position to give, uh, to give advice given recent events. We opened several presents... I started to clear up the reference player, and then the voice of, oh, Jackie boy, came from the living room. It was my girlfriend's brother with a stocking in hand. We have some extra special for you, he said. And in that moment, I could see the evil in his eyes. He had forced every urge in his body to remain quiet all day to make me believe I was safe before bringing out my special gift. In the spirit of taking banter, I accepted my fate and proceeded to open in front of my mother-in-law, penis pasta. <laughs> A wind-up walking willy, a 15-inch penis lollipop, and the creme de la creme, a personalised canvas painting. <laughs> painting. <laughs> Christ. I had hit rock bottom, and once the onslaught eventually tamed, I made my escape, not without my stocking in tow, which was under no circumstances allowed to be left at theirs. With my dignity barely intact, I arrived at my, back at my parents. Did you have a nice time? What did you get? I'm just desperate for a wee, I cried, proceeding to run up the stairs and throw my stocking into bed, contents of the sticking sprawling in the bed. After a quick five-minute chat and the removal of said stocking from the story, I took myself to bed, looking to give myself any form of distraction that would make me forget about my day. However, the ordeal was not over. And in my clear loss of conscious mind from my Christmas from hell, I proceeded to drown my sorrows with a suck on the 15-inch lollipop. With the, time... <laughs> With the timing of only a prime Jamie Vardy would uh, would have been proud of when making a run in behind, my mum came into the room. <laughs> With a card from my grandma. Staring back at her was her son on his bed sucking a penis lollipop with penis pasta in between his toes and walking willy, uh, walking willy running circles around the bottom of the bed. <laughs> she left my room with a scream as quickly as she entered. I held my head in my hands in disbelief. Now I can't remember exactly what I said, but I'm certain it resembled something along the lines of, I can't do this anymore. I'm still yet to discuss the even Christmas evening with my mum. I'm sure he has, she has a million questions. However, I live happily in the knowledge that whatever she thinks is the reason it will not be actually what happened. And that's Amazing. it, really. Well done, Jack. Great work. It was long, but it was solid. It was worth it. Yeah, it was good. That's what she said. Right. 
I'm uh, I'm five minutes away from our meeting, but that's oh, good. Sorry, that's good. No, it's fine because that was uh, that was well worth Palmer. hearing. It's fantastic. Right, then. right, guys. Uh, enjoy your weekend. Uh, we'll speak to you next week. Uh, become a patron. He wound up. He wound up the walking penis and just had it walking around. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, lots of love. Thanks for watching. Right. Bye. Ta-da. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.